The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. This episode of the Green Industry Podcast is brought to you by Jobber. Jobber is your business's command center. The easy-to-use app powers your sales, operations, and customer service all in one place. Go check them out at getjobber.com backslash im backslash green industry backslash to receive 20% off your first six months. This is the Green Industry Podcast with Paul Jamison. Join Paul as he chats with today's green industry experts and leaders about how to build a successful business and live a purposeful life. Here's your host, Paul Jamison. Well, a warm welcome from the beautiful state of Georgia. Thanks for joining me for another edition of the Green Industry Podcast. I am Paul, and uh, we got a lot of news to uh, cover before we get into today's show, which I'm going to be talking about having diligence in the details. Announcement number one. This is awesome, folks. This is, I announced this on the last podcast and uh, things are uh, falling into place for this event. So at the GIE, now the GIE is October 16th through 18th, Louisville, Kentucky. It's the biggest trade show in our industry. It's the one must attend event of the year. If you own a lawn care company or landscaping company or you're a leader in lawn care, landscaping, hardscaping, irrigation, uh, the list goes on and on. Uh, This is the event to be at. Now at the event, On Friday, October 18th at 9 o'clock a.m., so that's the last day, Wednesday afternoon, GIE is open all day Thursday from 9 to 5, and then they open back up Friday uh, for for, for the morning. I think it goes till 2 p.m. Now, check this out. We are doing a YouTube live panel. Uh, Naylor Taliaferro and I, myself, we're going to be the moderators or EMCs or, you know, the guy walking around with the microphone letting you ask the questions. And here's who's going to be on the YouTube live panel. Stanley Genetic, who's a YouTube, you know, he's probably the biggest YouTuber uh, in our industry that I know of. And Keith Kalfas is going to be there, who's Mr. Personality, another big YouTuber. Brian's Lawn Maintenance, who's a friend of the show. We've had, all, we've had most of these guys on the show. If not, we're going to get them on the show. Uh, Brian's Lawn Maintenance, of course, is uh, crushing it on Instagram and uh, YouTube, and uh, looking forward to him being on this, the um, live panel then. B&B, Blake, Blake Albertson, who uh, his wife Natalie is um, got twins. They got twins. They're going to have twins here soon. So he's going to be there before uh, becoming a father of two. Uh, Chance Daily Hustle is going to be there. And uh, Brian Shane, Brian's top notch, the uh, Kansas City Chiefs fan. He's always heckling me because I'm a Browns fan. So how about that lineup? Brian Topnotch, Chaunce Daily Hustle, B&B Lawn Care, Brian's Lawn Maintenance, Keith Kalfas, Stan Genetic. They're all going to be on the stage there in the conference room at 9 o'clock a.m. Friday, October 18th. And so I've given you plenty of time to plan ahead, get a good as good night's sleep as you can get, and uh, have that coffee ready bright and early, set the alarm. I mean, you can still sleep in until 7 a.m., and uh, most of us who own lawn care landscaping companies have, you know, built into our schedule. It, it, you have to wake up early to do what we do pretty much. I mean, to, to get, uh, you know, a good morning. And I'm probably going to do a whole show on a time matrix. We had 
uh, Eric Triplin on the show, uh, one of our first episodes, and he briefly mentioned his time matrix, but I'm going to go a little bit deeper into mine. And what I mean by that is there's times of the day where I get the most work done. Typically for me, it's between 8 to about 11 a.m. Like those three hours, I, I just get more done in those three hours than I do in other parts of the day. So anyway, that event is going to be awesome. And then the night before on Thursday, October 17th, and, and folks, this is evergreen content. So I'm talking year 2019 for all you listening in 2020 and 2021, uh, the dates might be, you know, different for, uh, when you're listening, but this is fresh off the press. Literally, Mr. Producer just handed me a book of uh, notes here that I'm going to try to cover as much as this in the podcast today, but we have a bunch of podcast news. So Thursday, October 17th, 2019, from 6 to 9 p.m. at the Louisville Mega Cavern will be the GIE rally. That's the big kind of hangout party. There's going to be hundreds and hundreds of people there. All the social media influencers will be there. Free food. Uh, It's a good spread too, Mr. Producer. Are you going to go? Marty, come on. <laughs> you said he said. I don't know if you heard him. He said, "We'll see." My dad used to say, say that when I was a kid. If someone says, "We'll see," that means no. <laughs> they just don't want to. Blunt- <laughs> you don't want to bluntly say no. Say, "Yeah, we'll see," which means uh, 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 you're uh, kicking the can down the road, huh? You should come. That'd be fun, man. People have asked me, like, "Is Mister Producer going to come?" Well, I'll tell you this. If you want to go, I'll pay your hotel. I will pay your airplane ticket, all your food, the whole, the whole time. I, I will uh, lavish it on you if, if you want to go. I know people would love to meet you. Uh, so, balls in your – it's football season. I mean, yeah. <laughs> he said, will you fly me first class? I'll think about that. I'll get you – I think I'm flying on Delta. Uh, I don't even know how I get you on the same plane as me. But anyway, get your hotel – and uh, pay for your airplane and the food. I mean, I, I don't even really eat that much while I'm there because I'm just talking to people and, you know, the whole day will go by and I'll be like, ah, I didn't even eat yet. I think I ate at the GIE rally at the end, but that's free food. But yeah, whatever you want. Ruth Chris, I don't even have to have that in Louisville. Get you a steak, taters. Oh, that sounds good, don't it? A good steak, mashed potatoes. Last night I had salmon, mashed potatoes, and green beans. It was, it was delicious. But anyway, hey, if you want to go, Marty, you can come. I will uh, pay your way. Uh, Let's see here. We have a lot of notes. Okay, thank you. Ryan Brightwell left us a review on iTunes. And I want to say thank you to Ryan specifically and to everybody else who has taken the time to drop the Green Industry Podcast a rating and a review. We have fun coming in the studio and uh, making uh, this show and we appreciate that you listen and then you take time out of your day to, to give a rating in a review in iTunes, it's simple. There's You go into your iTunes, there's a blue button there that says write a review. Uh, you click on that and just drop a sentence or two. Uh, Ryan Brightwell says, 100% beneficial. He says, this podcast has helped me in my business tremendously. The insight that Paul and his guests provide is worth the price of gold. Also, Paul is willing to interact with his listeners via Instagram, which is awesome. Keep it up, brother. Well, thank you very much, Ryan. Yes, I do love Instagram. And uh, you guys can follow me there at Paul Jamison is my personal Instagram at Green Industry Podcast is more uh, business related. And I appreciate those kind words. He says, Mr. Producer, he said our, our show's worth the price of gold. I don't know if gold's up or down. <laughs> right now. I think that was a compliment. 
but we try our best and, and, and we have a really um, awesome list of, of upcoming guests. It's, it's getting really exciting uh, who we got coming on the show around the corner. And I try to share everything that I've learned in business. I, I try to pour it out. I was talking to a, a gentleman yesterday, Colin is his name. He lives here in Georgia and he's getting ready. It's exciting. We were talk, we talked for probably 45 minutes but he's getting ready to transition. He has a 40-hour week full-time job right now. And he was talking to me on the phone. He says, Paul, I hate it. I hate my job. And uh, he's just in his first year, you know, on a part-time level of cutting that grass and making that cash and learning the ropes. And so I really, you know, I poured out everything I've learned in 10 years. I was like, listen, you need to consider having this lined up. You need to consider that what are you going to do if your truck breaks down? If someone steals your equipment, like I'm giving him, I didn't mean to scare him. I'm like, I'm giving him everything. Like you think everything's going to be smooth and flawless. Oh, I'm going to quit my job and I'm going to get rich and become a millionaire. Everything's going to be perfect. And it definitely can happen. And, and definitely, you know, we had Bob Mann on the show a few weeks ago and he was sharing how many self-made millionaires do what we do. They just start out with a service-based business. They do it with excellence and integrity. And over time, if you live on less than you make and you save your money, you will be very well off. Now, with that being said, I told Colin, I was like, Colin, you know, get the boat as close to the dock as possible. I, you know, I encourage them instead of launching now, you know, wait, wait. We got about, I think a six or seven month plan. Wait a while, save up some money, get that boat close to the dock. Make sure you're aware of A, B, C, D, E, F, G. I mean, there's a lot to consider, but uh, it's encouraging. He's going to go for it. And I'm honored to help. And that's part of why we do this podcast is whether you're in your first year of business or whether you're a seasoned veteran, you know, in your 10th or 20th year of business, we want guests on the show who are going to provide uh, nuggets that's going to inspire you for breakthrough in your business, to take your business to the next level, just to stay on the edge that we are bringing our best every single day. And I'm honored that people are out there blowing the leaves and mowing the grass and, and listening to the show. So I just want to say thank you. And that segues perfectly into uh, today's episode because I, this is something that I'm so passionate about and I want to talk about and that's having diligence in the details. Diligence in the details. This is in every area of our life, not just our business. We'll, we'll hone it in and focus on our business uh, for today's show, but this is something that I've personally um, been developing and becoming so passionate about and uh, am excited to share kind of my thought process and where I'm at with the reality of being diligent in all that we do. It's time for this week's Jobber Minute. How do I know my crew is where they're supposed to be? We've all heard stories of people's crews hanging out at the coffee shop or clocking a mile away from the job. This is a question that we are asked a lot. And it's not because people don't trust their staff. It can be the client questioning whether your crew was on site when they said they were. Jobber's GPS Waypoints feature gives you a record of where your crew has been down to the exact minute. The way it works is as soon as they click the Job Complete button, it logs their exact location in that moment. So whether you need to check on an employee or a client is calling and asking what's going on, you can easily pull up the exact information and get that peace of mind. All right, so let's get in the meat and potatoes here of something that I'm very uh, excited to share about, and that's having diligence in the details. The definition of diligence is constant and earnest effort to accomplish what is undertaken. So we're going to do uh, future episodes here very soon about goal setting. And when you have diligence, you give a great effort, an earnest effort to accomplish uh, what is undertaken. And so I need to preface it and say that it's important that 
we clearly set our goals because when we are going to assert this earnest effort, we want to make sure we're giving that great effort, which we're going to talk about in today's show, the, the, the diligent effort and the great effort. But we want to make sure we're doing the uh, diligent work at the right things, at the right goals. Because if we're, if we're giving all our energy and focus on the wrong goals, then, you know, that's vanity. But uh, we want to make sure we have the correct goals uh, that aligns with, you know, God's will, our destiny on this earth and uh, getting those set up. And so I'll do, I've done one show about goal setting, but it's something that I am so uh, passionate about because I've seen it work in my life. When I have a clear goal, I wake up in the morning and I know here's what I want to get accomplished today. And I hone in on it and I don't have, you know, 80 things that I want to get done today, but I got, I got it. Boom. I'm going to accomplish this goal today. And you get laser focused and then you have the uh, clarity of what you want to get accomplished. And then you mix on the ingredients of an earnest effort. And then it's, it's powerful. The momentum uh, that we pick up in our life uh, going on. There's some more details here, man, Mr. Producer, you gave me a book. <laughs> I'm not going to read all this. Marty gave me pages and pages of notes for the episode today. Uh, but this is, yeah, I do like that. I see where you highlight that. It's uh, also the degree of care and caution required by the circumstances of a person. So diligence, I like that, yeah, is having care, caution, and earnest effort. That's some definitions here uh, from diligence. Now, going on, we're going to mix having good goals, then being diligent to accomplish those goals in a very detailed way. Here's definitions of detail. And before I give the definitions of detail, There's an illustration I wanted to share, and that's of Tom Brady. Now, listen, I like the Cleveland Browns. I'm a huge Baker Mayfield guy. I love my Cleveland Browns, but I am intrigued by Tom Brady's football career because he wasn't really that good at Michigan. I mean, he was good, but he wasn't exceptional. I think he got drafted in the sixth round by the New England Patriots, and he's 40 years old. He's older than that now, but I mean, when he's in his 40s, upper 30s and 40s, he's older than me. I mean, I know what it's like to get out of bed in the morning. I'm like, man, am I going to make it up? <laughs> I just, my knees hurt, my shoulder hurts, my back hurts, I'm old. And this man's going out and being one of the best quarterbacks in the National Football League, but, you know, playing against all these athletic and quick athletes out there and winning Super Bowls. But the reason he's, he, he does it is he's diligent in the details. He's taking care of his body. He is so detailed about what he puts into his body. If you guys, you can Google Tom Brady's diet. It's extreme, but it's, he, he, that's how he gets his edges. That's how he gets his advantages in taking care of his body. Because the 23 year old, just pure athlete, you know, these LeBron James type six foot eight, 240 pound beast. I mean, they, you know, sometimes they can be a little bit careless and still get away with it because of just their natural, pure, athletic, God-given abilities. Whereas older folks like me and Tom Brady, we got to take advantage of every little detail. So he takes care of his body. He's studying film. He's constantly trying to study, 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 study film. I was at an Atlanta player's house, uh, Ricardo Allen. He, he's the uh, captain of our Falcons, one of the best players on the team. And uh, it was his off day. I'm cutting his grass. And, uh, we, I, I love Rico and, 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 uh, you know, he, he, he knows that I love football. So he'll, 
he'll he'll pop around the corner and come talk to me, you know, about the about the Falcons, about the Browns, about the NFL. We just we talk football. I'm a Big Ten guy. He's a Big Ten guy. We live down here in SEC country. So I love when he's home when I'm doing his maintenance because get a little talk talk a little football with the NFL guy. I just love it. So I'm talking to Rico and I said, "Man, it's your off day," and uh, he's sitting there with his tablet. He's like, yeah, man. He's like, I just need to take a break real quick. And, and, and he's like, I'm studying film and uh, trying to get an ed on, edge on, you know, Minnesota Vikings. They're good, man. And, and he's sitting there studying film on his day off. Attention to detail. And he was, I mean, when he was in college, he was decent, but he wasn't some standout athlete. And I was talking to his father-in-law. I think I mentioned this on a previous episode, but I was talking to his father-in-law and, and he was like, yeah, man. He's like, when Rico's dating my daughter in college, he's never around. He's always in the gym. He's always, you know, hey, you going to come out to the party? No, man, I got to go to the gym. And he's just training the details, the focus on the goal. His goal was to play in the NFL. And he was diligent in the details. And he made it. It was a long story. We're going to get him on the show in the offseason, hopefully, uh, Mr. Producer. Uh, that'd, be, that'd be a great story because he got cut. And it wasn't looking like he was going to have an NFL career. Just never gave up. Worked harder than everyone else. And he made it. Millions and millions of dollars. I mean, you can Google his salary. (laughs) It's impressive. That's a lot of money. How would you like to have like $8 million, $7 million in one year? That'd be fun, huh? Anyway, have diligence. In the detail, what is your goal? His goal was to get that big paycheck, to make it in the NFL. He was diligent in the details. Here's the definition of details. Thank you, Mr. Producer. <laughs> You're in a funny mood today, man. What is going on? It's football season. Yeah. Well, hey, I'm, I'm excited too. Uh, here's the definition of detail. An individual or minute part. An item or particular. Attention to or to or treatment of a subject or individual of minute parts. So you get the you get the drift here. They they keep using the word minute, which is small. They keep using the word in the definition particular. In our businesses, we need to give attention to the details. We need to be attentive to the detail when we're giving quotes, when we're actually executing the service in in the quality of our work. I mean when you do something and you are attentive to detail, you go, you just do it perfect. You do it correctly. You do it nice. I, I can't tell you how much it bothers me. I'll watch people install sod or pine straw or whatever the installation is in, in landscaping and they don't do a good job. I'm like, man, it's, I mean, it's not that hard to do the correct job, but when you do the correct job, it just, it looks so good. And when we do the correct job, when we are attentive to detail in our quotes, I mean, it, one, I think probably my biggest pet peeve in my business is to misquote a job. And I, uh, you know, I encouraged uh, Colin yesterday when we were doing a, uh, a call was a call with Colin. There you go. Um, is to, to really analyze our numbers. I was just drilling them with questions. How long are you on the property? Because if you're charging $60 and you're on the property for one hour, well, that's not that good. By the time you calculate in all the overhead and everything, um, or maybe that, I mean, it, it depends if you got a helper and all the different, um, variables, but if, you know, I was telling them, you know, shoot for a hundred dollars an hour, you know, you could do two $60 properties in one hour that bam, that's $120 an hour. So anyway, it really helped me and my business. My first few months 
I was disorganized and I was not diligent in the details. I was desperate. I needed money. And so I would just take jobs and uh, pull a price out of the middle of the air. And I didn't have any uh, rhyme or reason or um, understanding of my prices and they were way off. And I'm so thankful for a mentor. And I'm going to try to be available for coaching here in the next couple months. I'm going to open up, open it up to the public. Um, I just, I'm super busy right now. I'm going to uh, Chicago for a thing with echo, uh, here in a few, uh, couple weeks. Then I'm going to San, uh, Silicon Valley. I'm so excited. I've, uh, my friends are flying me out there, um, to go to the Monday night football game, Browns for San Fran and, and let me tour, you know, you got Apple, Google, uh, Apple, Google, Facebook, all those tech companies in Silicon Valley. So I'm going out there and I'm going to, um, of course, GIE potentially going up to hang out Brian's law maintenance, um, and, and help him with some stuff. And so I got a lot going on, but look with long story short, uh, a lot of you guys have been asking me to coach, uh, and I'm going to open it up probably when I get back from all those trips. Um, and I'll keep you posted on that, um, to, to really dive deep and help you, uh, take your business to the next level. But anyway, I'm on, I was disorganized in my first year, in my first couple weeks, first couple months. And, uh, I reached out to my buddy and, uh, he had, he's been in business for 25 years. I was actually just talking to him last week. He's celebrating 25 years running his business. And I, you know, he's like, yeah, man, I'd love to help. And, um, we go to Panera. This guy has been my friend for years and, uh, get a cup of coffee and we sit down at Panera and he just starts, you know, going through all this stuff that I didn't even consider or know. I'm like, wow, whoa, 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 whoa. And it was so helpful. But one of the things he, he encouraged me and he was not technical savvy. So we're blessed now to have softwares like Jobber where we can track and then go back and analyze everything. But this, you know, this was back in the day, 10 years ago, we didn't have all this stuff. So he gave me one of his sheets and he was old school and he had this sheet and it had all the details of, you know, clock in when you get to the customer's property, clock in, clock out, you know, write all your notes of what you did. And, and it was this big sheet of all this detail. And then, like I said, this guy is one of those guys that's, that wasn't ahead of the curve with the technology. And I think as entrepreneurs and small business owners, we need to keep our pulse on any way we can increase efficiency in our business. So I eventually transfer, you know, uh, I eventually updated my, my tracking systems, but that was so important in the details because I would clock in. Okay. I got to, uh, Mrs. Jones house at 10 AM. I left at 10 45. We're there for 45 minutes. Here's what we did. And then, you know, I would have that information for all year. So I was at Mrs. Jones house 52 times a year. It's a different climate here in Georgia. We go every week. And then I could see, okay, my average time on her property was, and then, cause I eventually typed in all that information into uh, Microsoft Excel. And then I would, you know, do an average for the year. And I'm like, okay, my average man per hour on the property was this. And my price was this. And then I knew exactly to the penny what, how I was doing with my money. And, and I was, I was learning the details of this business. And then I was able to have mentors of mine comb through the numbers and when we could analyze, okay, well, on Mrs. Jones property, you're only making, you know, $40 per man hour or $38 per man hour. And some of them, it was absolutely laughable how low I was making. It was, some of the counts were just, it was horrible. It was way too low. And so 
then I could comb through and say, okay, I have to raise the price on that account. That account, I'm doing good. That account, I have to, you know, figure out, is there any way I can increase my efficiency? And when you have diligence in the details, then it really helps because uh, the guys that have, you know, I've been helping and, and I'll ask questions and, and be like, well, let's, let's look at this. And there's no, there's not, there's not even data to analyze. And so we have to get diligent in our details so that we can uh, make uh, those improvements in, in, in football. You know, Tom Brady's studying film. He's analyzing his opponent. He's analyzing his own play, how he could have improved on that play. I mean, these football players, they study film in business. We need to be studying our numbers. We need to be studying our efficiencies. We need, I mean, I'm a nerd when it comes to spreadsheets and numbers. And it's something that I actually enjoy. Like I, in the morning, I fire up a fresh cup of coffee. I, after I do my devotional and all of um, my morning ritual, my next part of the, the process is I sit in front of my, my spreadsheets and I analyze because I have every bill. I know exactly what day every bill is going to come out of my account. And then I go back and I look, okay, oh, today's the you know 15th and I have nothing scheduled for today. But oh yeah, the, 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 that bill's scheduled to come out on the 18th. And then I check that it went through. I mean, I'm a nerd with all this stuff, but the more details that I can have, um, it gives me peace of mind because it, it helps me to improve. So back to um, what I was saying about when we add the diligence of an earnest effort to the details of doing things with excellence, then we stand out like a sore thumb in a good way. It's, it's, it's attractive to customers when they hire us and we have our ducks in, in an order. We, we are professional. We are excellent at, at our service, what we do. And we, you know, we have everything streamlined down. It's just, it's where I want to continually be uh, growing and improving in my business. And, and if you think you've arrived, oh, I got it all figured out, then that's dangerous. That's very arrogant and prideful because Tom Brady is the best quarterback and he's still studying his film. Rico Allen is made, you know, being paid multiple millions of dollars a year and he's still studying. He's still trying to get better. He's still trying on his day off, on his off day. He's studying film. And in our businesses, I mean, I, I'm not saying don't take a day off. I, I have a, a one day a week. I work six days as hard as I possibly can. And I have one day where I just, uh, I've been taking Saturdays off. I just watch football all day. I hang out, relax, maybe go to the pool, maybe go hiking in the mountains. Uh, just fun, relaxing, you know, restoring days. But when it's time to work, it's time to work and it's time to you know, be diligent uh, in the details of our finances, of knowing our numbers, of, of tracking our time on the property, of tracking every little expense of the job. So we know exactly where we stand. We know exactly how we can improve. We, we know, you know, I was talking to a girl one time and considering dating her and she was just clueless with money. She was just careless. Like, ah, well, whatever. I don't like to think about it because it stresses me out. So I just don't think about it. I said, I mean, obviously I didn't date her. <laughs> like, okay, so you don't want to, you don't want to, I mean, she's clueless. And I was like, man, that would stress me out. Like I need to know the hard, cold facts. How much money is in the bank account? How much money, what are all the bills? Like this is business 101. You should, we should know our overhead. You know, if I ask somebody, if you guys ask me, hey, Paul, what's your overhead? I want to tell you per month, it's this. Cause I have it all calculated in the spreadsheet of what I pay for my, uh, vehicle insurance, for my general liability insurance, for all my 
subscriptions and and, and all the little things that the, the ankle biters that are necessary in running a uh, professional business, I know what all those equal per month. And if you want to divide that by 31 days, I know per day really what the overhead of my business is. And so just having a, a calculation on the details uh, is good. And when I say diligence in detail, I'm not talking just about finances. I'm talking, uh, you know, in our quotes that we really get that honed into perfection to where we understand what to look for when we're on the property preparing for the quote. And then we understand when we're back in the office assembling the quote to consider every little possibility and making sure that we're giving the best quotes possible in in sense of that we know our numbers and we're trying to hit the profit margin, whether our goal is 30% or 40%, that we have um, that that, uh, details in those quotes. And in our craft, in the actual execution, whether if you're doing hardscaping, build the best patio possible. If you're doing sod, I mean, do the do it with excellence. Do the prep work with excellence, uh, where it's perfect. the 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 job is done accurately. It's done with perfection. It's you you do the right steps, whether it's flowers or sod or a, a basic lawn care maintenance or you're installing mulch or pine straw, whatever the actual service that's being provided that we do it with excellence that we learn the craft learn what is the proper professional way to do it and i'm going to be putting more videos out like that like that i uh i'm so busy folks and my schedule's so full and i have i literally have lists of things i'd like to get done and that's one thing is i'm going to try to uh, check out my youtube channel i have two of them one my, my the one that's all about football is my regular name paul jameson and um you can YouTube that, and I just I, I I do all these big football games. I I, I kind of broadcast them and have fun with those. And then I started a new YouTube channel for just landscaping. It's called the Green Industry Podcast. So we're gonna try to start putting the podcast on there, and I'm gonna start putting some more videos like how to install sod, how to install flowers, how to install pine straw, how to install mulch, how to do a lawn maintenance, like all these basic that to me it's common sense because I've been doing it day in and day out for a decade, but. For a guy in this first year, maybe it's helpful to, to, to learn. Um, and also to be diligent in our communication. I'm continuing to learn how to communicate better in, in the sense of sharing what the important information that I want to communicate in a specific, simple, detailed way. And uh, we'll do, let's, let's put that on the schedule, Mr. Producer. Let's do a whole show one day on communication and, you know, texting, emailing, uh, phone calls, voicemails. I, I mean, that's a whole lot that I could share that I've learned over the years because there's been so much misunderstanding and miscommunication. And a lot of times we always blame, oh, that customer, blah, blah, blah. But a lot of times it's our fault. We should have been wiser in what we commit to do and how we communicate. And, and, uh, and a lot of the miscommunications and misunderstandings are, are really the person in the mirror. It's us uh, that we are to blame when running a business. We have to be extremely careful uh, in our communication. So we'll do a whole nother show on that. We need to be detailed in our scheduling, man. We got a whole list. We're not going to be able to get through all this, Mr. Producer. We're, we might have to do a part two on this, but let me end with this story. Mr. Uh, Gary, uh, I, maybe I won't, I, well, maybe I shouldn't say his last name if you wouldn't want me to tell the story, uh, but I have a friend who hires people, hires a lot of people. And we we're talking one night and he was telling me the story. Cause I was asking him, cause and Colin asked me yesterday, he's like, how do I hire good people? 
That's a whole nother show <laughs> for another day. That one's actually already on the list is uh, getting the right team members on our team. But this is what I, I asked him. I said, Gary, I said, how do you hire the right folks? And he told me he has one, uh, he, he has many questions he asked, but he has one thing that he does when he's hiring. And he'll be doing the interview and he'll say, hey, uh, can I have your car keys? And they'll always look puzzled I'm like, okay. And, uh, you know, they, they are trying to get the job. So they submit and they hand over his car keys and he's like, all right, let's go out to the parking lot. And then they start getting, you know, nine out of 10 times. He says they get real nervous. Um, and what he's looking for is how clean and how organized is their vehicle? Because he says if that, that's going to relay to the other areas of, of their life. If and he'll, he'll literally say, if he'll go out there and you know, the McDonald's wrappers, you know, on the passenger side floor, and it's, it hasn't been vacuumed in weeks and it's all dirty on the outside and on the inside, it's all just wild and crazy. And he's, he's, he says, I will not hire that person because if they can't take care of their vehicle, which they're likely in every single day, how are we going to entrust them to take care of our company? And maybe that sounds extreme to you. But for some of us, we need to clean our trucks. I mean, I understand. I live in my truck. I understand. But I'm telling you, when I started taking it more serious, I mean, my truck is clean right now. You can go out in the parking lot. Mr. Producer, you see it out there. It's it's older truck, but it's, you know, I take care of it. The inside is immaculate. I have a little, I have a little, um, suit, not suitcase, but I have a little duffel bag in the back that I have all my little, you know, uh, things in so it's nice and clean and then there's nothing else everything's clean all, all it is is the seats right now but just when we get organized in our life when we take when we when we take in uh an earnest effort into those details of knowing our numbers of keeping our cl- our truck clean of, of of taking care of the simple things it will really help us uh to really reach our potential not just in our businesses but in our life so Mr. Producer's hitting his watch. That means it's time to wrap up. Hey, if you listen to this whole show, thank you. This is a little bit longer of an episode, but I, I, it's something I'm so passionate about is to get out there and crush it. Set some goals and let's go out there with an earnest effort and accomplish those goals. Uh, get down to the nitty gritty, to the minute, to the particulars and do those things with excellence. So thanks for listening to today's show. And uh, thank you again, Ryan Brightwell, for leaving that review in iTunes. And if you have not let us left us a review in iTunes, we'd appreciate it right now or wherever you listen to your podcast. I'm just, I listen to iTunes. That's the platform that I know. Our podcast is everywhere. Google Play, Stitcher. Uh, I think it's on all the different platforms. And in iTunes, though, if you could hit that rating, it's five stars, punch however many stars you think the show's worth and drop, hit that red, uh, blue button that says write a review, drop us a review. We would greatly appreciate that. Thank you for listening. This episode of the Green Industry Podcast was brought to you by Jobber. Jobber is your business's command center. The easy-to-use app powers your sales, operations, and customer service all in one place. Start a free trial or sign up today to receive 20% off your first six months. Find out more at getjobber.com backslash im backslash green industry backslash. Thank you. 
say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill.